Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. The Biden administration has paved the way for the construction of a new wall along the border. Racist. Down in Texas, and he's going to waive more than a dozen federal laws to do it. Which apparently you can do. Did you know that? Eh, yeah, we're just going to just waive those. Those, they're, I mean, they're just environmental laws. They're not like real laws, you know? So they're just going to waive those so we can build this wall. Because the uh, DHS secretary, the Department of Homeland Security... The secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, said there is presently an acute and immediate need to construct physical barriers and roads in the vicinity of the border of the United States in order to prevent unlawful entries into the United States in the project areas. That seems pretty clear. Like, holy cow, there is a there's presently an acute and immediate need. I mean, this isn't even like an ugly need. This is acute Right? Oh. Oh, yeah. Anyway, they need the physical barrier and the roads to prevent unlawful entries. That's what he says. That's in the statement. They're following the rule of law whilst ignoring more than a dozen federal laws. Because this is what Corinne Jean-Pierre would like you all to know, is that they are all about the rule of law. This is a law that we are complying with. Uh, we have we have asked Congress multiple times to reappropriate this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not the way that we believe is going to be effective here. Mm-hmm. We believe in modernizing the system, mm-hmm. not actually building a wall. The president said himself he does not think this is effective, and so we're complying by law. And we believe that uh, in the rule of law here, and we're moving forward and getting that and in, in, in following the law. There will not be another foot of wall constructed in my administration. How can you say that he's not breaking that promise? Well, what I can say is that there's a law that the DHS is com- is complying with. We believe in the rule of law, and that's what we're moving forward to with. This is a law. All right, so there you go. This is uh, this is the rule of law. You see, and uh, so I guess Joe Biden broke. Uh, he is breaking a campaign promise, but the promise was made that what was illegal. So he was promising something that was illegal. Is that what we are to believe? If if you're saying that you're following the law, I'm going to play it again because you have to listen. She is gaslighting you and me. She's trying to. She's lying by omission. She's focusing on this part where once money is appropriated for a particular thing, then the law says you have to use it for that particular thing, right? But it doesn't say that you have to spend it. You can slow roll that. They've been doing this on all of the other parts of the wall construction, right? They... You, you allocate the money, you appropriate the money, and it says you're going to put it over here. But the executive branch then spends it. They don't have to spend it. 
Now, you can't take the money and send it someplace else, and that's what she just mentions here when she says we keep asking Congress to reappropriate it. Why? Because they want to spend it on something else. They don't want to they don't want to build the wall, but now they're going to build the wall. And and according to Mayorkas, they want to build the wall because there is presently an acute and immediate need to construct physical barriers and roads to prevent unlawful entries. They need the wall to prevent unlawful entries. That's why they're going to build it. And they're going to waive more than a dozen federal laws because they're all about the rule of law, don't you see? This is a law that we are complying with. Uh, we have we have asked Congress multiple times to reappropriate this. Uh, this is not the way that we believe is going to be effective here. We believe in modernizing the system, not actually building a wall. The pres- see, we're going to build the wall, but we don't actually believe in building the wall. You see, that's why we're building the wall. Duh. I don't understand why you people, uh, you xenophobic racists out there don't understand this. Very, very clear. We're being very clear here, Corringe says. Very clear. We're following the rule of law whilst waiving a dozen federal laws to build the wall that we don't want and we don't think we should be building. Very clear. Hello, John. Welcome to the program. How are you? Oh, happy Friday, Pete. <laughs> to you I've as been, well, sir. I've been out of the area for over a week, and it's just happy to hear nice voices again. Uh, well, welcome back. Glad you, uh, got, glad you had safe travels. I am just, uh, I just want to let you know, uh, we have to be effective in following the rule of law, and that's why we don't pay taxes on over $20 million, why we lie on our 4473. It's why we're effective at throwing guns in dumpsters. Uh, when we have spats with our deceased brother's wife, it's just effective to follow the law. That's true. All of those are... Oh, well, now, hang on, John. Maybe those were examples of them waiving federal laws for themselves. <laughs> right? That's, They're waving, all right. That's, that's, that's possible, too. They, maybe they just thought, you know what? We're against uh, lying on the federal gun form. Uh, that's why we lied on the federal gun form. And we're going to waive a bunch of federal gun form laws, even though we 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 are against it. So I think it makes perfect yes, sense. Sir. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense, and John. Think, yeah. If it's if it's such an acute and immediate need, we have we have uh, opened the gates. We've well the gates open, and over in the Arizona sector, you know they had uh, quad cons mm-hmm. posted to keep them out, but there's. Uh, that Texas area had, I don't know, what, 200 and some thousand come through in August? Yeah, something like there that. Other sectors that have 300 plus thousand, but they're not being titled acute and immediate. Yeah. Build the dang gum wall. Right. Well, see, now, yeah, now it's a problem. I'll tell you what this is all about. This is now a problem for the Democrats because they've got a convention to hold next year. This is their, this is their concern. You know where the convention is? Chicago. Oh, it's in Chi-Town, it's in isn't it? Yeah, it's in Chicago. Yeah. And all of a sudden now... Chicago O'Hare Airport. Yep. Exactly. John, I appreciate the call, buddy. Thanks so much. Welcome back to town. Um, yeah, to me, this is what this is about. It's now gotten so big. If I'm, if I'm the governors of any of the border states, I'm doubling or tripling the transportation to Chicago. I Just flood it. Flood the city. The only reason... That any of this is now getting the attention it is getting is because the governors of Texas and uh, the former governor of Arizona and uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida, that they have been doing this. 
And they're like, oh, this is all political. No, this is real, guys. This is real, and it's been happening down at the border for years. Welcome to the party, pal. Hey, so real quick, hurricane season is here, and this is your reminder to check your emergency supplies. You should have a three-day supply of food, water, and medicines, minimum. And Carolina Readiness Supply can help you get started or expand your supply. Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies too, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you can use for any kind of emergency. Whether you're an experienced prepper or you have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply, will you be ready when the lights go out? So I want to be clear here. Uh, I have it on authority from the Biden administration that it is following the law by ignoring the law to build a wall at the border that they oppose. I just want to be clear about that. Okay, because uh, you remember that time when I told you um, that the uh, Department of Homeland Security's secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, do you remember that time when I said that he said, I told you that he had said that it's an acute and immediate need to prevent unlawful entries? Remember that time I told you that? Well, apparently he's down in uh, Mexico City, and he's he's not saying that anymore. Yeah. Um, he cited the new measure as one of the strict consequence. Oh, sorry. This is the new measure for uh, sending uh, sending them back, sending back Venezuelans. We're sending them back. But they just gave them all temporary status to get jobs. And when Mallorca says it's an acute need. The White House says, no, um, this is simply uh, necessary because the money was allocated. One of tr- So the Department of Homeland Security announced the plan to bypass long, drawn-out environmental reviews in order to expedite border wall construction in Star County, Texas, which uh, I got a message here from Cirque de la Sol. Isn't it telling that the first laws that this administration is willing to ditch are the environmental ones. Yeah, you know, it's like they're the, those are the easiest. But it's an acknowledgement. The waiving of the environmental laws, the regulations, is an acknowledgement that it slows everything down, that it impedes construction, right? The Department of Homeland Security announced the plan to bypass the long drawn out environmental reviews. The area where construction is planned has seen high illegal entry, according to authorities. Quote, There is an acute and immediate need. One of Trump's biggest campaign promises was to build a wall along the U.S.-Mexico border, and his administration constructed about 450 miles of border barriers over four years. DHS's decision to build more walls contradicts Biden's previous promise to end the construction. Building a massive wall that spans the entire southern border is not a serious policy solution, Biden said. Well, see, and they'll say uh, that still is the case. 
He's not he's not going against his campaign promise, you see, because he was talking about an entire southern border wall. That's not serious. But he's just doing a little piece of it, see? So that's serious. Very clear. It's all very clear. Hello, Dave. Welcome to the program. Yo, Pete. Hey, what's up? Right, this uh, this wall thing is uh, it's a CYA wall. We all know it. I mean, it's so bad down there that they're they're like, oh, we're gonna build we're gonna build twenty miles just so they can say, you know, next year, oh, we we built a wall, you know. It's, it's just. It's all smoke and mirrors. Yeah, it's insulation. It's political cover. Yeah, they'll 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 yeah, ab- exactly. yeah when they're gonna when they get savaged uh, at the press conferences or in debates if the, either of the the candidates hold a debate. That's um, all it is. Smoke it, and mirrors. So. Yeah. No, I hear you, Dave. I appreciate the call. That's a fair that's a fair assessment of it as well. Unless you believe that they're following the law by waiving the law in order to build a wall that they don't believe they need to build. Right. I mean, either way. U.S. Customs and Border Protection argued that the planned construction, which could add up to 20 miles of barriers to the existing wall in the area, does not violate Biden's proclamation. Quote, Congress appropriated fiscal year 2019 funds for the construction of border barriers in the Rio Grande Valley, and DHS is required to use those funds for their appropriated purpose. Right, but what if what if you don't build it? Or how about this? What if you build it? Let's just say for the for the sake of the argument here, let's say you are in fact required to spend the money on a border wall. Let's say that. Okay? And you have to build the wall. Do you have to waive the environmental regulations? Did you have to do that too? Hmm? No. No, in fact that's the way you slow walk it, right? That's the way you don't get road projects built. That's the way you don't allow all sorts of construction projects, nuclear power plants and such, right? You guys do this all the time. The administrative state and their allies on the left do this all the time. They jam up projects. I mean, we've had pipelines that died on the vine, withered on the vine for this very reason. But now you're going to waive all the regulations in order to get, you're just doing that because Congress made you do that too. Is that right? Please, don't whiz on my boots and tell me it's raining. All right, you may have noticed that I've been helping the Alzheimer's Association of Western North Carolina for a while, and it's a great organization. they got awesome people with huge hearts. My grandfather died of Alzheimer's when I was a kid, and back then there wasn't a lot of support for caregivers and family. Now, things are different today thanks to the work of the Alzheimer's Association. It's why I support them. Every year we do a series of walks all over the country, There are a bunch in the Carolinas. You can go to alz.org slash walk for a walk to end Alzheimer's near you. This month, there are walks in Hendersonville, Rock Hill, Mooresville, Greenville. And in October, we got Charlotte, Gastonia, Asheville, Kannapolis, Hickory, and Spartanburg. Go to alz.org for all of the dates and locations. We're closer than ever to stopping Alzheimer's, and we're asking if you can help us get there. Will you walk with me for a different future for families? For more time, for treatments, this is why we walk. The president just did a uh, an appearance um, on the jobs report. And uh, he's very excited about it. Uh, and he was like, <laughs> and everybody was like, Mr. President, Mr. President. And then he's like, <laughs> and then he like stumbled out. Um, 
They asked him a couple of questions. He did get a couple of answers in there between his long pauses and his his punctuated uh, look. Anyways, so we're going to wait for C-SPAN to fully ingest their video, and uh, we'll do it at the top of the next hour. So at 1 o'clock, it's not very long. We'll play it, and uh, we'll, I'll let you hear your commander-in-chief, the guy that Democrats are super excited about having as their nominee in 2024, running for re-election. They're all so excited. A border wall, according to Henry Cuellar, fresh off of his carjacking, uh, Congressman Cuellar, um, said a border wall is a 14th century solution to a 21st century problem. So he is opposed to it. Um, I'm going to show you a profile and courage here. Uh, this is um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And she has, by the way, in case you weren't aware, she has two Twitter accounts. and an, Or maybe, she, where is she big on the Instagram? She big on the gram? I think that's where she's over at. But she has a personal account. I think it's on Instagram. Maybe it's Twitter as well. But she's got, like, millions of followers on her personal social media account. I think it's Instagram. She has... Like three, four million or something like that. Let me see here. It's, uh, oh no, sorry, 13 million followers on her personal account. Right? 13 million. And that's where she goes on there while she's like, you know, cooking up her gazpacho or whatever. And she's like, hey, uh, I just want to like riff on some stuff, you know. And she's got her hair pulled back, wearing the big glasses, got like a big old puffy sweatshirt on, and she's, you know, making some food. And, uh, and then she's, you know, waxing on about, uh, the evils of capitalism and, uh, uh, the rich people and such. So um, she also has a government Twitter account. And the government Twitter account, that's eh, not so big. Doesn't have the 13 million. It's got like half a million, uh, like 700,000 here. And that's where she puts out this statement. And I wonder why she would put it out on this platform versus the one with her 13 million. But here's... Here's her response to the Biden administration announcement that it is following the rule of law by ignoring a whole bunch of laws to build the wall that they don't want to build. Totes. Okay. Quote, the Biden administration was not required to expand construction of the border wall, and they certainly were not required to waive several environmental laws to expedite the building. The president needs to take responsibility for this decision and reverse course. I'll take things that won't happen for 500, Alex. A wall does nothing to deter people who are fleeing poverty and violence from coming to the United States. You do not risk your life or your children's lives going through the Darien Gap or traversing hundreds of miles of desert if you have any other options. Well, okay, that's not that's not true. First off, there are other options along the way. You know that? Like you pass through like seven or eight countries before you even get to the border. And the only reason you would do that is because you expect to get across that border once you arrive. If you don't expect to get across that border, then you don't make the journey. See how that works? That's what's called a deterrent. You do not risk your life or your children's lives. Uh, She says walls only serve to push migrants into more remote areas, increasing their chances of death. It is a cruel policy. Instead, the U.S. must Take examining the root of migration more seriously. Oh, that's like a shot at Kamala Harris, isn't it? 
Because Kamala Harris was supposed to solve the roots of the illegal immigration. Remember? Yeah, she was put in charge of this whole thing and told to, to solve it. And then she went about drawing a whole bunch of Venn diagrams and such. And I don't know. I guess that didn't solve it. I don't know. Um, Re-examine policy towards Latin America and stop contributing to the destabilization that drives migration as Senator Marco Rubio's Venezuela sanctions have done. We we also have to finally invest in meaningful immigration reform. The the fact that she would put this out, Stephen L. Miller uh, on Twitter points out, like the fact that she puts this out on her government account and not her personal account that's got 13 million people is very telling, right? She puts it out on the smaller platform because you don't want to rock the boat too much, but you have to say something because you're the leader of the squad, right? Jonathan, welcome to the program. Hey, Jonathan, how's it going? Hey, Pete, doing pretty good. How you doing? Good, man. I'm all right. I'm all right. What's up? Hey, uh, I saw something out last night on uh, Facebook I wanted to get your uh, your opinion on or see if you knew anything about it. Uh, apparently, there was a clip about this uh, reporter in Venezuela that was reporting that the Venezuela government is emptying out their prisons and sending them up to Mexico to cross through the border. And that was that was going around last night. Um, one, do you know anything about that? If there's any legitimacy to it, and two, if there is, is that why the twenty miles went up? I don't know if that's why the twenty miles went up. Um, I, I, it, it could be part of that decision making uh, matrix. Absolutely. Um, would I? Uh, I don't know if it's true. Um, this is one of the problems. You know, any reporting that comes from a communist country. You don't really know because commies lie, right? So they could they they could be doing it because it it is kind of on brand uh, for a, a socialist dictator to do something like that. And a lot of countries in Central and South America have been uh, have been using the open borders as a release valve, right? So people that are in their prisons might not necessarily be violent. Uh, criminals, they could even be political prisoners, but just get out of our country so you don't destabilize our socialist utopia, you know? Um, so it's possible. Sure, I, w- I wouldn't doubt it. Thank you. Yeah, all right, Jonathan. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. I, yeah, I don't know what the report was. I haven't seen the report. I didn't see the Facebook uh, post. But I know, like, Michael Yon, uh, a uh, journalist who's been down at the Darien Gap, I, I brought this story a couple of weeks back where he had reported that uh, there were a bunch of young Chinese men who were traveling very light and while hanging out at the Daring Gap, and there's like a little hotel there. Uh, this is like this this place in uh, Panama, I believe, where, every, where it's a gap in the mountains and everybody kind of funnels through there. And this is where you go and you hook up with various transport services and such and the cartels and coyotes and all that. And so the... Uh, the reporter, Michael Yan, was noticing these these young male Chinese military age guys and that they had uh, and he talked to the guy, uh, one of the hotel operators where these guys were staying. And the hotel operator said that they had slaughtered a chicken in their room and drank its blood. And that is something that the People's Liberation Army, the Chinese Communist Army, like that's one of their rituals. Now, I don't know what to make of that, except they were on their way here, right? And if they are here to 
create chaos and sabotage various pieces of infrastructure. It's a whole lot easier. You know, there may be a lot of you know good people coming through, people that we would actually, in other circumstances, want in our country, right? The problem is when you have the free-for-all, when you have the gate crashing that's occurring, there are a lot of bad actors that take advantage of it. Here's a message from Russ. So Joe is going to build some wall. Is DOJ going to stop suing Texas? And is DHS going to stop cutting razor wire and removing the buoys? My cynical take is that this is an insincere gesture. (gasps) No. And that will take time to implement and it allows them to say that they're doing something while they run out the clock until the election. Yes. What is going on right now? There are a couple of different things, right? First off, you have this crush of humanity. You have all these people, hundreds of thousands of people coming in. They know that this issue does not poll well for them, they being the Democrats and the president. It's not polling well for them. And because of the governor sending migrants to destinations that the migrants want to go to, right? They want to go to Chicago and New York, whatever. And by the way, here's something else. The more people that go to those cities the more people will want to go to those cities. You know why? Because they'll have a network when they get there. They'll have family and friends there. So this, so it's going to create a much larger problem as this continues. And this is what those city folks know in Chicago and New York. They know that. So now you got Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson, confronting top White House officials late on Sunday, according to CNN. They demanded that the White House take fast and concrete steps to address a migrant crisis they believe is about to reach a breaking point in the Windy City. You think that's a coincidence? Do you think this is a coincidence now that they're building 20 miles of wall after this angry call from Pritzker and the Chicago Mayor Johnson? On the call, they pushed for, on short notice, uh, that the uh, two Democratic leaders and aides laid out concerns about how Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott is ramping up the number of buses bringing migrants to the city. Good, by the way. Good. They argue it could double the number of migrants there, currently more than 17,000. They're dealing with 17,000. And and this is and this is going to break the city. It's going to destroy New York, as Mayor Eric Adams said. Meanwhile, you got places down in Texas, the towns aren't even that big. They don't even have 17,000 and they're getting that like in a couple weeks. They they get they see these numbers in days. White House Intergovernmental Affairs Director Tom Perez who was on the call along with White House Chief of Staff Jeff Zients urged Chicago to follow the best practices put in place in New York. Oh, so that's the example. New York, that's okay. Where new efforts have launched to try to help migrants obtain work permits, but what did the, uh, but that did little to quell concerns held by Pritzker and Johnson, who said New York City and state officials grapple with the arrival of thousands of migrants too. Pritzker sent a letter addressed to Joe Biden demanding that the federal government take over a coordinated response at the border. The white see this is what they want. They want the feds to take over so the so Abbott stops bussing them to Chicago. That's what they're asking for, but they can't ask for that. Right. They can't say that. They're just like, we need a coordinated response. That's what's happening here. Chicago is hosting next year's Democrat convention. 
people involved in the event already believe it's going to be a magnet for even more migrants that are going to get sent by Republican governors. And again, I say good. Make the problem theirs too, because they've been virtue signaling for years that they are morally and ethically superior. We are a sanctuary city. Look at us. We're better than you, racist xenophobes down at the border. And they don't have to deal with all of the the overwhelmed hospitals, right? We're seeing stories now about how New York City hospitals are being overwhelmed. I don't know. Hey, you know what? Maybe lock it down just to, you know, 15 days or so, flatten the curve. That's all. Why not? What else? Oh, th- yeah, this goes on and on. Chicago- this is from CNN, right? CNN is reporting this stuff. The federal government must stop abdicating responsibility once Customs and Border Patrol releases migrants into the interior of the country. Your administration has the capacity, said the governor. So in other words, it's about the money. They want the feds to take over, to spend the money, and send the migrants someplace else. Classic nimbyism. Not in my backyard. (laughs) 